Hello, hello. How's it going? Hey, pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. We're back. It's been too long. For an I've exclusive episode. That's the Thunderdome. <laughs> Uh, it's yeah. been a while since we've done this. It has. Um, we literally said this the last, the last four time we've done this podcast or something like that. Welcome back. Good to sit down with you. Well, I feel like things have kind of solidified in our life, like a smidge. Yeah. And maybe, hopefully, we can do this more regularly now. I'm a doctor, doctor. doctor. Tell, Tell me, me the news. I got a bad case of loving you. Uh, what we mean by that is Ari finally finished her pew, 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 finally finished her PhD. After she many midnights. Uh, doctor, <laughs> technically, legally, she will do CPR on you if you ask her to <laughs> nicely. Uh, and you will like it. <laughs> you will like it. Um, so that's kind of what's been occupying the last two months of our lives. Yeah. We, we moved. We started lots of wedding planning, yeah. And already got a PhD, yep. and so uh, podcast took a back seat for like two or three months, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. But we're ready to get back into it, get into the swing of things. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I do miss this. I like this because it's like it's like a nice weekly mm-hmm. check in, right? Yeah, it's kind of fun. We have, have like stupid things too, but like it's like it's it, it's a good night where like you and I sit with a cocktail, have a little drink. Kinda, like, yeah. Check in. And we kind of talk just about current of, events. Yeah. Or, yeah. It's sort of things that, like, we wouldn't talk about otherwise. Yeah. Or, like, maybe we would, but not as, like, well, fully thought out. <laughs> We're just kind of, like, blurting bullshit. We fight about it. We fight about it. Not as if we, like, say bullshit on this one, too. Whatever. Fuck everything. <laughs> Nothing matters. Uh, so, I guess catch up time. So we moved. We moved. We have a lovely new apartment. New place. First first like time podcasting up. even here. It's the first time we're podcasting here. We moved like two months ago. So not cool. Not mm. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, two months ago. Okay. Um, it's it's nice. We like it. Do you have anything else to say about the new place? Oh, so much more room. We have tons more room. We like we decorated got a together, king bed. which was nice because yeah. Like, before, you just kind of moved into my place, mm-hmm. and it was kind of small, and... Okay, so so I've got a question for you. So, now that we've been living together for, like, six or seven months or so, mm-hmm. I feel like we kind of did it in, like, two tiers, where, at first, you moved into my apartment, and then you and I kind of set this place up together. Mm-hmm. So, the, the, I, I, I think the question is, would you, like, in retrospect, was it good that you kind of, like, moved into my space... And then we did that for a couple of months together before you and I found, like, our own place. Like, set it up together, decorated it together so it feels more like our home. Or would you have rather, like, never have just moved in with me, but rather, like, or m- maybe, like, not time-wise, but would you rather <laughs> yeah. just, like, have our place together and set it up this way? Yeah. Um... I, that's it's so funny because I like you having to clarify the time wise. I think was like a good the time wise is a big yeah, thing. yeah because yeah. I think that like you know it would have been like oh what a nice tent you have Ken can I live there too at right. that point it was like I was so ready to live with you um, and just also other circumstances made it very but I, I I'm very I think I'm very grateful that like I had the opportunity to move into like a stable established home sure. especially during that phase because there were so many changes and it was kind of last not last minute but it was like it happened quickly it, was, it, it felt like it was short notice yeah it short was like, notice 
I think to some degree at the time you and I had a miscommunication where I thought you were moving in later in the summer. And February. I was like, I mean, sure, <laughs> I got nothing. I've got nothing. Yeah, right. I've got nothing else going on, so mm-hmm. you, I guess you might as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, I don't know. What, yeah, what, what no, I. Are, are, are you glad that we had like a small? place mm-hmm. together before we got and got like a bigger nicer place or would you have rather just like fuck it there was no utility in that other than mm. like the necessity of me having to move down and i would have just like rather we had a new place together um uh i think it was i, I think it was good because it like like living in a place that was small like we always knew that like we probably wouldn't live there after your lease was up um, there was like maybe a little bit in our mind that we're like maybe we'll be able to stay here, but I think and that the nice was definitely thing was kind like... of the thing when when I was moving mm-hmm. there to begin with, where you mm-hmm. and I were shopping around and we were kind of wondering like yeah, um, you know if you're if you don't move in mm-hmm. like nine until nine months into my lease, totally does it even make sense for me to have a two bedroom mm-hmm. apartment like for nine months if I'm there? Yeah, for, you know. Twelve of those nine months. Do you think myself. it would have been sad to have Oops. a two bedroom apartment like by yourself? Do you think no, that would have been maybe sadder? It would have been sad. <laughs> no, no, no. I yeah. don't think so. I would have. I mean, it would have been sparsely, uh, obviously, like sparsely filled out, totally. but like I still probably would have filled it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for instance, instead of like having my desk in my living room, mm-hmm. I would have just had my That's desk in the second bedroom. There wouldn't have been a second bed in there, but like mm-hmm. when I had friends visit, I would have put the air mattress in there instead of having the air mattress mm-hmm. in my living room with my desk and my couch. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I could have filled a two-bedroom, but for 99% of the time that I was there where I didn't have anybody visiting, mm-hmm. and I didn't have you, and we didn't have a dog, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, it, it's obviously perfectly sized for a single person. It's when you mm-hmm. have a second person, it starts getting tight, when you add another animal into the mix, it's like, <laughs> okay, it's really, really tight in here. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the thing, I think that, like, timing was always difficult, right? Like, it was not fun to pick out an apartment under the like strict timeline that we had uh, because it was like kind of like one more thing to do on a weekend that you were like working on weekends and, like I was trying to get my PhD together and like yeah. apartment hunting is stressful just in general yeah. and we were but, just kind of like pro tip that. I mean we started early we totally yeah and like the people were, we were going looking at mm-hmm. places and we were looking like two months before we had to move yeah just to get a sense of like you know yeah. What does this place look like? Well, in a month, like, I was, like, I think about that frequently when we were, like, rolling into that month. Like, there's no way. If we if we had started on, like, kind of a typical timeline, yeah. we would have never found a place uh, to live. No, yeah, I couldn't, and I could just, like, we couldn't have dedicated the time, I think. Totally. To, and, like, to be fair, like, all of the apartments that are out here in suburbia were fine, you yeah. know? But, like, I'm, yeah. I am really, really happy with the place that we got, um, and I do... I do like, like, I, I think that you were such a good roommate when I moved in because you really did make space for me, you know, and like it was your place and I was moving into a lot of your things, but like, oh, we had the great couch fight of 2018 and like you were so, fight? I know, Battle. you, <laughs> no way, you were so good to me yeah, and like, you know what, cool. I understand that like, for some reason, you're sentimental about this tiny-ass so, couch. So, 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 fuck you. So, the, the story no, to all nice. of this... I was trying to be was, nice. ...was uh, Ari and I... We only had room for one couch, but we each yeah. had a couch. Yes. She really liked her couch. Yes. And that couch, by my standards, was fine. <laughs> because we, we had, like, really, we had spent small amounts of time on it where we were, like, mm-hmm. talking with other people was mostly when we were on that couch. Mm-hmm. We didn't really, like... 
snuggle down for a movie or anything on the couch. Yeah. Whereas my couch was an old beater, uh, like lazy boy uh, love yeah. seat, and they they were both love seats. I think it's important to say mm-hmm. they weren't like mm-hmm. three cushion <laughs> right. things or like two cushion things. Um, and the lazy boy feature where just like roll on back was yeah. great, but the one side would just like snap back without mm-hmm. you having pressed the button. It was pretty, no consent. It was non consensual. Pretty trigger happy. <laughs> And she didn't appreciate mm-hmm. that. And in the end, I kind of gave up and we, we mm-hmm. took this, uh, this couch that she had and we eventually just fucking got rid of it because I hated it by the end of it. Yeah, and well, we it was like both of us we, plus we, a dog was... Do you think at this point we should have just kept the bigger, lusher couch despite the fact that it non-consensually <laughs> partied on back for you? I mean, now the problem is that uh, I get these ideas in my mind where it's like, you could have... A lazy boy, you know, and I think those are the things that be- make it difficult. Where it's like, I could, I could be a lazy boy person, you know. It's like it is nice to you recline. Know, you know it is nice, worst? but I no, I do not regret getting rid of that terrible couch because oh, whatever, you're not so even goodwill would take it. Oh, I had to tear out the fabric. Yeah, <laughs> the the so the worst part about lazy boys is the branding. <laughs> Like, mm. the actual icon, because, like, it's so tacky. <laughs> the, the L-A-Y dash, or is it, like, a dot? I don't even know if it's dot or dash, mm. but whatever it is, it's awful. And then the capital letter Z, yeah. B-O-I. So not only is, like... But would it be better if it was B-O-I? No, it'd definitely be worse if it was B-O-I. <laughs> um, if it was, like, just regular lazy L-A-Y, or L-A-Z-Y, mm-hmm. B-O-I, still be bad. It, B-O-I. It, B-O-I. <laughs> it's still like a bad company name because it's got terrible connotations associated with it they're like it boggles my mind that like i'm sure they're a billion dollar company Mm -hmm. that like they still have that branding and they haven't changed it over the Mm -hmm. last 20 years and not so not only that but that they spell it like a four-year-old yes and that they Put that icon on all of their furniture. Yeah, but like, also exclusively market to fifty percent of the population. It's right? Crazy. I was what, like, what would you, you like a beer oh, and just sit back yeah, and watch yeah. football? You know what else right. would be great? Knitting with yeah. a T. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. feel free. I'm right. sure grandmas can get down with some lazy boys. No, they, gr- grandmas can fuck with lazy boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Grandmas would definitely fuck. But with then, lazy like boys. on like the lever, they roll them back. It's yeah, got yeah. the branding on it, and like mm-hmm. it's ugly and tacky and like. Don't get me wrong. They're incredibly comfortable. <laughs> but every time I, like, see the branding in someone's house, mm-hmm. I think that, like, poor son of a bitch. Not good. Not yeah. good. Logos are important. Take, take a few extra Well, But, but also, like, not that. having logos are important. Like, mm. I don't know that I want to have a logo on my couch. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And especially one that's so, like, gross. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a tasteful logo. <laughs> Correct. So like, if you're gonna have a logo on your couch, it better be like an Apple logo, <laughs> just like <laughs> the iCouch. So, are you happy with the way that the housing scenario went down? Yeah, I'm totally cool with it. It's yeah. Great. So, the one exception to this is there's there's one issue I have with the apartment, and it's so so we're on uh, like the ground floor now, whereas previously we weren't, and I don't think either of us realized this before we moved in here but Mm. i think that we're in like the handicap accessible Mm -hmm, uh building mm -hmm. in our apartment complex and so being on the ground floor we have a handicap accessible apartment so there's a few sort of weird things like i I don't understand this one but like the doorknobs are all like 
definitely a little higher. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why for handicapped people they would have the doorknobs higher on the doors. I just wonder if it's something to do with like a like wheelchair height. Yeah, me too. You know? But you think that lower would be better. But yeah. I, I'm not in a wheelchair, so I don't know. Anyway, so the, the, the listeners, if you know why handicap accessible places have higher doorknobs. <laughs> Gag me. Let us know. Gag me. Let us know. <laughs> uh, and the one that's the most uncomfortable are the toilets. Mm-hmm. The toilets are all... An inch and a half to two inches taller than a normal toilet. And so you're sitting on the toilet and you're like the toilet seat's kind of like pressing up into your thigh. And so you're kind of slowly like dead legging yourself. <laughs> Gotta be quick. Yeah. It doesn't work sometimes. <laughs> most of the time. Anytime. Yeah. Oh, here's our baby. Oh, so our dog is still pretty. She's the best. She's about to go to obedience school and be so much. <laughs> hey, sweetie. She's kissing my foot and it is so cute. You're free. You're free. <laughs> go run around. You're naked. Naked dog. Naked dog. <laughs> you can do anything you want now. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty obsessed with her. Yeah, she's I pretty think great. is the moral of the story. She's gotten big. She's grown long. Um, where was I? So, yeah, so, so, so that's kind of weird. But so other than those two things and like the small ass kitchen. Yeah. But like the apartment complex is good. The people that work here are really nice. Mm-hmm. The gym here is really great. There's a dog park that mm-hmm. Post Hoc so nice. loves and that's really great. There's a running trail nearby and that's mm-hmm. really great. So like, I, I, I don't know that I would trade any of those things. Parking for... here. Parking is here nice. is so easy compared yeah. to other apartments. We've See, had. And that's why, that's why I think that like the way that we did it where like I moved into a place with you and then we could like assess whether or not that was like reasonable or not was really good because we could like, assess okay, what's, what was reasonable. so like the, the place that we were living in. So like, would we want to stay here for a year or not versus like you, like if you had got a two bedroom we would probably have been staying. Yeah, if I had gotten a two-bedroom initially, we would have just probably stayed there right. after you moved in. Right, And so it was nice to be able to, like, okay, is this one bedroom going to work? What's the parking like? Blah, blah, blah. Um, thank you. If you want to, like, put that on top of the bed or something, not in my backpack. There it goes. No, you can't have it. That girl. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, um... No, the, the, the apartment's great. Yeah. Being on the ground floor is really not cute. as bad as I thought it was going to be. Right. We got um, back from Montana last week, and I walked inside the apartment and just kind of thought to myself, like, oh, it's actually really cute. We did, like, a good job. Mm-hmm. We spent too much money at Ikea. Mm-hmm. But we did, like, a good job, like, organizing and decorating yeah. the apartment, I think. It, it is nice to feel like they're, like... Instead of putting something away and being like, oh, this thing is stacked on top of this other thing. That we there's like piles. a drawer yeah. or a basket or a this place for it. in this place. Yeah. Truly, I, like, I think we could have organized it a little bit better, but I don't know how willing I am to like fucking deal with it at this point. Because mm-hmm. like it's fine. Yeah. Like, it's Maybe if we stay here for another year, that might be like a good yeah, like, one year I, reorganization I, yeah, thing. I, I think if like... we sign a second lease, then we could talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But maybe we'll be buying a house. Oh, gosh. I hope so. I'm really <laughs> sick of flushing money down the drain on... Mm. So how about baby boomers and how they totally fucked up the housing market? How do you feel about that? 
Ugh. How do you feel about buying a house? Does it just fill you with dread? Yeah. Well, I think the thing that makes me so mad is just seeing, um, so like I was at the dog park in near where we live. I was running, or postdoc was running around our little doggo and she was playing with other other dogs. There was like an older man sitting next to me and we're just kind of talking about like his journey in Oregon, I guess. And he was asking me why I was here and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, that's, that's funny. Uh, because I actually own two homes here and I bought them in the nineties and like, I don't think that you'll be able to afford a home here. <laughs> Hardy har har. Good like, one, bro. Wowie, wow, wow. What a yeah. great thing to bring up right you now. Know, like die and step aside <laughs> so that some of us can finally get exactly. some real estate because yeah. it's so expensive. Yeah, I think I, I'm surprised that um, Portland is as, as expensive as it is. Like, I kind of thought that it was like... I thought it was going to be considerably cheaper mm-hmm. than um seattle and mm-hmm. i i thought even more that the suburbs of yeah portland would be yeah because we are not in, in portland right yeah, yeah yeah i thought that they would be like considerably cheaper than, than seattle and mm-hmm. they are they are cheaper but i don't think they're considerably cheaper you, yeah you get more bang for your buck for sure so but like it's a... not like it's not like a 25 percent difference right uh-huh. it's like um like a five percent <laughs> yeah probably Really, yeah. like maybe five to ten percent. Mm-hmm. It's not like a quarter. It's just not as much. It's mm-hmm. just kind of a bummer, I mm-hmm. think, in general. Mm-hmm. Our dog is on the guest bed, so whoever <laughs> sleeps here next, you're gonna have some dog we'll hair. We'll change the sheets. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing up there? Hello. Hi, Dad. <laughs> are you talking to me? Are you gonna feed me? Already fed you. Um, so we did that. You defended, you got your PhD. I did. Which I'm so proud of you I about. Know. It was such a process. <laughs> it, was, it was a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Was, every step was as hard as it could possibly mm-hmm. be, but mm-hmm. it's over. Yeah. So there's two papers that are kind of going through the submission process. Yep. And I, you know, like probably by the end of the year, maybe will be completed. Apparently there's like 15 weeks left. But it'll be like, year. it'll be like. To, to, yeah. To, to clarify. Yeah. You have your PhD. I do have my PhD. It's, it's just, just like um, publications. That publishing are, things that yeah. are kind of like. It takes six weeks for people to on read it. Top of the cake. Yeah. But like you officially. Yeah. Legally. Can I can look CPR for jobs as a PhD. Want, whether or not they need it. Yeah. That's so sad. Yeah. It's you. good. I. Yeah. It's been. A process. Kind of a fucking nightmare. I know. I think that, like, especially the, like, two nights. So there's, like, kind of, like, two nights that I was, like, pushing up against a deadline where I was turning it into basically, like, the whole, like, graduate school system. And I think that, like, after I turned it in, it was, like, such an adrenaline rush. And I was just right. kind of sitting there, like, kind of, like, blinking out into space being, like, did I just do that? Like, this was, like, something that you've been kind of, like, manifesting for so long. I've heard sort of, like, the analogy to where it's kind of like running a marathon. Yeah. Where some people, like, they'll, because they'll train for, you know, you'll train for Mm -hmm, months to run a marathon, mm -hmm. right? And you run it, and then, like, some people kind of get depressed after they've run a marathon. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because you, like, worked up, you had this incredible goal, and then mm-hmm. you do it, and you get to the other side of it, and you're like, well, fuck, what do I do now? What What is that yeah. thing that's driving me any longer? Yeah. And at least when I turned in my dissertation, I kind of felt similarly. Where I turned yeah. it in, I was just like, well, that 
It feels uneventful. Yeah. 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 It's like this it's thing so that you think about for so long. For years. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then yeah, it was. It was. Done. Yeah. And, and I then, think and then was... you realize, well, like, and you start thinking about like career wise. I know. I think that's a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. You start thinking about this and you're like, like a PhD is like pretty insignificant because yeah. like in your career, you will complete the work of several PhDs. Maybe. I think you will. I don't know. Like, I don't know if you'll ever publish like that again. Well, no, but I'm not saying, I, I, I'm not saying publishing, but just like the work you do mm. and the quality of the work and how you're going to mm-hmm. have to you know, design experiments, run experiments, collect data and make decisions, yeah. deliver some product, mm-hmm. deliver something to whoever your employer is. Yeah. You will effectively do a PhD's worth of work several times over yeah. in your career and you at least i kind of had that realization afterwards and i'm just kind of like well fuck that didn't really matter yeah see and i didn't really i didn't really feel i didn't feel like that i think i felt more like um and it's really been like kind of i think like also manifesting over the last couple of weeks where it's like it's really messed up that like reaching the like higher ech- echelons echelons is there echelons. a p in there echelons yeah. there's not a p in there. <laughs> it feels like maybe there should be a p in there nope. um, have a p. <laughs> um that uh like kind of like reaching those like kind of top levels in science requires that type of a process uh because i would guess that if you figured out like an evidence-based way of like teaching a person to think critically and be independent like um, consider scientific principles and things like that, that, um, the process of getting a PhD in the United States would not, uh, be conducive to that purely because you I spend, mean, I don't understand what you're saying. Can you ba- basically like it, it's, it's like low paid labor. Um, and I do feel like some of it is like luck. Like, did you get a good advisor who's willing to like stick it through with you? Start, start did back you... at square one. I don't understand. <laughs> Where you're going with this? Um, I I think I guess I just think that I'm surprised that this is the process that we as a society have decided makes good scientists. Okay, I understand. Okay, right? Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep, keep, keep going now. Um, yeah. No, I I was I I think I I like over I they ugh. <laughs> when you finish your PhD at um I think most most colleges you kind of fill out like an exit. Uh, questionnaire. Oh yeah, uh, exit uh, exit interview. Basically. Yeah, yeah, and I think that um, in filling that out and expressing my disappointment in the process is really kind of like um, confirmed that I yeah I just I don't think I don't think I learned the right things from that process. I think it could have been um, easier or better. I could have had a better experience, a better learning experience, been become a better scientist. Um, outside of getting a phd yeah i think so i i i, I think <laughs> that you could get it, it, it I, th- I think it's pretty clear to me in, mm-hmm. in retrospect that you could get pretty similar experience mm-hmm. in uh industry yeah but that it just it's it just simply would not be recognized the same yeah yeah and it, it, it is kind of a stupid it's kind mm-hmm. of like like it's kind of bullshit right yeah yeah so so for instance um uh, I, I don't know if this is a good comparison, but actually, I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna go with it with it with it's like 
it, it's it's a it's a reasonable comparison, but I think it's illustrative rather than like a great example of this. But um, for instance, one of my friends is an engineer, mm-hmm. and of course, in my PhD, he's working towards his PE, right? Oh yeah, and yeah. And now, like, if you're an engineer, PE is a big thing. It totally. Is, like within engineering, it yeah. is sort of equivalent to a PhD. In a lot of ways, mm-hmm. it takes five years, takes a lot of work, takes a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. I think within the industry that they respect and would mm-hmm. treat you more or less analogous to a PhD in other scientific fields, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I can imagine other fields where you're working hard to know the field for five years and you yeah. finish an equivalent of a PhD's work in that field but you don't have the degree. And yeah. there's other people who do get PhDs in that field that move on yeah. and are now on top of you, even though you've been in that for a decade or two. Yeah, I hope that... I think that um, probably exists. I hope that it pays off, but it did very much feel like, like if you're going to use the like marathon analogy that like yeah. I finished a marathon and at the end there was like no water or bananas or like really anything like no metal nothing yeah, at the end it was right. like it was kind of like oh yeah and also like good luck on the job hunt like glad I went through all of the like horrible emotional distress distress right. over the last few years and also was just like poor uh for this but yeah um yeah, I yeah, it's been a very like introspective, like bit like like, like it's time. rewarding in a lot of ways because like you do get to do something cool for five years. Yeah, and like it like like I think it's definitely accelerated. Like if I had just gone into industry, I don't think I would have done such advanced work as it did in my PhD. Yeah, but then you leave and you look at job applications and they're like, we want you to have a PhD plus ten years of experience. Yeah, and it's like, are you fucking kidding me? And yeah. the thing is, is like I remember my friends from college, right, who were like. You know, apply this job if you have two to three years of experience. And all of them are like, we're all just graduating. None of us mm-hmm. have two to three years of experience. But they applied anyway and they got jobs. Totally. But at least I found in a lot of the applications, when it's mm-hmm. like PhD plus 10 years, they're like, no, really, <laughs> 10 years. Mm-hmm. And you're like, but... Where they're requiring like a postdoc, which is basically just like another few years of like not getting paid, even right, though you're exactly. like... Even though now that you've delayed... Highly classically trained scientist. Yeah, you're like a highly trained scientist yeah. that you've put off for years actually making like a reasonable income. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we still want to pay you $50,000 a year, even though you've been in school since you were five. You're yeah. like, well, I want to, like, save up for my retirement. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So. The trials of going to graduate school. So this is to say, don't go to grad school, <laughs> It's not worth it. Don't do it. It's really If you're currently hard. in grad school and you're a year or two in, you're like, should I just leave it for my master's? Yeah, yes. You should probably just you leave should. it for your master's. You should. Get on out. Stop, stop questioning it. Just leave it with your master's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, so yeah, doing the job search thing and that's, it is what it is. I think that like, I, uh, have been procrastinating it clearly as you've seen, um, because I just, it's stressful. It's so disheartening. Yeah. And I think the thing that's, you and I have talked about this, but Mm -hmm. like for the sake of the story, like (laughs) I applied to like 70 jobs. Mm -hmm. And out of the 70, I got two interviews, I got one yep. job offer, and that's the job I'm yeah. in now. And it's so stressful, mm-hmm. and it's so hard, because you're mm-hmm. putting work into all these applications, looking for jobs, yeah. to cover letters, and you're effectively just putting it into this black hole yeah. that almost no one will look at. Mm-hmm. And 
hoping for the best. And it's so Well, and then you just think about the, like, the companies that are going to get back to you. So, like, I, like, my ideal job would be, like, a small, like, biotech company that's doing some sort of, like, medical device, blah, blah, blah. There's sure. a company here who's working on the exact same polymer right. that I worked on in grad school. And, like, yeah. but there are 11, there's 11 people there. Like, they're yeah. not going to hire a PhD. They're not going to want to pay me. Yeah, right. Um, I'm going to apply. I'm going to write a great cover letter. But, like, it's not really going to matter very yeah. much. And, like, the companies that and, are going to get back to me are the big companies. Kinds of moments where you're like this is a thing like in my field and you wonder like yeah know, did you read the papers i published that were in this field mm-hmm. and the people in the industry no of course they didn't yeah and you're like yeah. wow it really is inconsequential all the work and time i put in <laughs> no, to stop. publish in grad school it really doesn't matter <laughs> nobody reads it it's just like academia or academics and, yeah. their, and their grad students who are like jerking each other off thinking like <laughs> Look at this great work we're doing, but then like no one. In yeah, that is great work. Yeah, bro. it is great work, bro. But like then nobody yeah. in you know. Yeah. Like people don't really read it. Yeah. Know? Like for the jobs I interviewed for, like I'd be shocked if they read my papers. I put so much time in them, <laughs> thinking like the more papers I have at the end of the grad school, yeah, the higher, totally. I, the higher likelihood I have to mm-hmm. get published or that I have to get a job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The more like someone's going to see this and recognize me and like want to contact me and hire me yeah. out of grad school and like it just that never happened. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about something else. You want to get depressed with me? Well, I want to <laughs> get that's depressed what call this, with like, you. Depression Corner. Depression with Corner Ari with Ari and Ken. Ken. Where we talk Let's about graduate sad. school. Sad, sad, sad. Sad. Let's get sad. <laughs> sad, sad, sad. Are you sad enough? Uh, Do you need more sad? Do you need more sadness? And part two, more sad. <laughs> and in part two, we will get sadder than before. <laughs> <laughs> okay let's uh let's switch it up what do you want to talk about next um what do you got what i don't know we got uh we got two things on the on the list to, okay. to chat about we got the uh i guess the ending of both the um the bachelorette and bachelor in paradise right oh god i forgot so about long. the bachelorette all right, I'm going to go off a little it. bit here on ABC. Ooh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to throw down about Chris Harrison. Go novelist him. Chris Harrison. The novelist Chris Harrison. <laughs> Asexual Chris Harrison. I... Chris Harrison, like, on the side, like, fucks a lot of them. I've... Okay, so I've heard think... rumors be that cool? he bangs contestants. I hope he does. I hope he's their uniform. But also, is he married? I hope he's their third. I hope in all of these weird... Isn't a unicorn just for a girl that wants to... I don't know. I mean, I feel like Chris Harrison can be a unicorn. <laughs> I feel like for all the fantasy fuck suites, like, like, yeah. like immediately after mm-hmm, you penetrate, mm-hmm. Chris Harrison comes out, no shirt. He's got, like, uh, <laughs> he, he's got... No. White, Tear away pants? White pants. <laughs> They're made of linen. Linen. Linen Tommy Bahamas. Pants. He's ripped. He's got some sort of Tommy Bahama shoe on. Carrying his novel. He comes out carrying his novel. He takes off his sunglasses and says, Need a hand. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think that um the so one thing that's really interesting, especially since like clearly twenty sixteen. 
Uh, but even, like, a little bit before that, I think it was, like, kind of broiling, is, like, how brands deal with uh, political tension and, sure. like, tension between middle America, where, like, maybe they have, like, a consistent base I versus, agree. like, cities and whatnot. This is a good conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think this is, really this is not where we were taking it, but no, uh, we're no, going to just no, go no, in. No, I'm, I'm so on board with this conversation. It's just, yeah. It's not even funny. And so I think the thing, as the Bachelor historian here. Well, and, 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 like, just a little bit of context yeah. for someone who's been living under a rock, you know, political tensions in the country have been getting more and more polarized Correct. in the last. Truly, probably like 25, 30 years. It obviously really came to a head with Mm -hmm. the election of Donald fucking asshole, (laughs) bitch ass. So you know where we are now on the scale. (laughs) To this racist ass Cheeto monster. Mm -hmm. Uh, In case you are wondering how I really feel about him, I hope he dies of ass cancer. Uh, Okay. So, (laughs) um, with that said, uh, go ahead and say your views. (laughs) You know, I I guess I would be interested also to see the views because just just because cities like dense cities have so many more people, I would be interested to see if they truly are swinging a different way. What I'm, and by they, I mean ABC. Anyways, so what I'm saying yeah. here is, I think that currently, yeah. like when I first started watching The Bachelor, sure, so so long ago. Politics was not a part of it. No. It was romance. It was linen pants. It was yeah. Chris Harrison uh-huh. doing the Ripped doing shirt the damn in thing. The ready yeah, yeah, to come totally. Out. Uh, yeah. Right in his novel uh-huh. at night. And I, I guess I kind of feel that like the the not the contestants, but like the Bachelor and Bachelorettes, Bachelor and Bachelorettes at that time, like they had something about them like a quirk and like that was like the thing that like yes. made them yes special correct and like why they were the right. contestant. Right? And I guess I can't speak more towards like the beginning yeah, of the sure. season, but like we had we've had the version. Well, we don't have histories do... going back that far. Correct. That's why the historian yes. isn't so familiar. The bachelor historian hasn't been old for long enough. You know, it's just like PG thirteen, I can Yeah, well they didn't keep yeah. records of yeah, it. Correct. Well yeah, enough tough, back then. tough, 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 tough. Yeah. 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 So like I, I feel like we've really like we've seen the Christian virgin dude. We've had the farmer. We've had um the, my favorite forever and ever. I'm so sad you missed her season caitlin she was just like horny and she banged a dude early and like america fucking drug her over the rocks for that it was awful awful they slut shamed her so bad i'm gonna reiterate my okay i know i've said this on the show once or twice before but were i to ever be on this show (laughs) as like the main person let me tell you about my policy my policy is called Bang him, send him home. <laughs> you take the hottest one that you know you definitely don't want to go on to the next week. You give them the one-on-one. <laughs> and then on the one-on-one, yeah. you bang them. Mm-hmm. And then you mm-hmm. don't give mm-hmm. them the rose. Mm-hmm. And then they never go back to the house to tell everybody else that yeah. they got fucked. And then they Bye-bye. go home. And then they're gone. And then you bang them. And it's only terrible for like the that last little like mental all. Yeah. It is bad for the mental all, but like. But, but maybe you don't show up. Maybe you get sick. Maybe you're a little sniffing. Two hours show. of men's tell all. It's like. Yeah. Seven to a eight. A lifetime of banging. <laughs> hot people that you get to bang. Who like yeah. probably don't have yeah. diseases. No, they and don't. That's part of the thing. That's part of the thing is they have to get tested, yeah, right? Yeah, you're so, all like, you certified, know, like, tested you got before. clean pussies, clean dicks. This you know? is a, okay, this is a PG fuck. podcast. Shit, pick, piss, fuck. <laughs> Shit, piss, fuck, fuck. <laughs> fuck, jit, piss. Okay. Um, 
Um, sorry, parents. Sorry about that. So <laughs> no, but I so I think that there was like something interesting there, and now I think that ABC is like really swaying to like this worked before. Let's continue doing that. You know what was great is that like season where the dude was a virgin and super conflicted. And it's like I've already we seen have this. seen that. You know, we haven't seen Jason who has like a diverse background and like a brother who's, who's gay. He was like the the third runner up or whatever, and he was so sweet. He was oh, Eric Trump hair. Eric Trump hair. hair. <laughs> or Don Jr. hair, Don I guess. Jr. hair. That's I know, right. but yeah, I yeah. liked him, and he was Jason. sweet, and I liked him. I mean, like, if it couldn't Other be Joe the hair. Grocer. Also, like... okay, so we'll get to that as we get closer Anyways, to the Bachelor. Anyways, yeah, I just, house. I guess I kind of feel like, like, the the Bachelor season this year, like, again, I'm, like, kind of like, who the hell was that? Doesn't matter. Wasn't that interesting. So, the, the, the other thing, so, so the, like, Kind of like back to the politics of the oh, show. Ari. It was Ari. Well, Ari was last season. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Is yeah. that that was who was the latest bachelor? Yeah, the latest bachelor. So the like sort of the politics associated with this season, mm-hmm. where there's kind of a leak early on, mm-hmm. where one of the contestants sort of had like a bunch of alt right shit. Yeah, that he liked on Instagram. That he liked on Instagram, and then the Bachelorette when mm-hmm. this leak came out. It was the like season, week two that she came out. Right, put out the Becca. statement that was kind of like defending him, and so everyone at the time was like, "Oh man, this guy goes far because mm-hmm. she's like really hanging on to him." Mm-hmm. Turns out he actually won the fucking show. Yeah, and and I was so conflicted because I took him so deep in my bracket, bracket. personally, and I needed to spank the pants off of your bracket. So Which like you did, mm, I sure did, Shoddy. Uh, if there's don't one bracket that I'm okay with you spanking, <laughs> it's like definitely the Bachelor. <laughs> but that, like that said, the. I think the hard part with this is you want to like, like, like I want to chalk it up to some sort of political thing to some degree and kind of see how yeah. how ABC is making the calculation to advertise the show to yeah uh, c- cities versus mm-hmm. more rural America, sort of those you know mm-hmm. political lines, and it, it's clear they're they're really trying to like mm-hmm. like walk along the fence yeah. But also, like, the guy in this instance was not, like, a Stephen Miller-type, no. crazy, racist, <sighs> terrible person. He was, like, a dum-dum that read a few things on Facebook. And then, after he gets engaged to this, yeah. to, to Becca, this woman who's actually relatively progressive, apparently, mm-hmm. he's at the end of the show, at the end of the season, being like, yeah, no, I... I I'm messed up. I'm really yeah. like he wasn't there advocating for like a universal basic yeah. income, but he was like <laughs> clearly like yeah. Um, and I, I guess like I think, had, yeah. at least I felt like he had his mind changed on a few things, but it wasn't like. Um, and I I think that yeah, like I, I, I guess I sense? took it a little bit different. Like I I wasn't convinced that he had his mind changed. I think the thing that was weird was you think, that like you think that it was that, that he had his mind changed that he didn't have his mind changed at all or that the two of them kind of came to an understanding that like they just have differences i okay so for some reason i i and i never really saw it during ari's season i think maybe that she becca so becca the, who then became the bachelorette like mm-hmm. maybe wasn't like oh i'm just gonna like pick up everything and move to scottsdale and they like then termed her as like this like super lib person but like there, like there was really nothing during the season that i saw that i was like you're a liberal welcome to the resistance you know like right. there was really nothing right. there that i was like oh shit you know like she was just really like she's from minnesota there really wasn't anything that wasn't like too crazy and then during her season even as it started coming out the reason that it was so controversial that he had liked these like alt-right things whereas like normally 
I think that it would have been swept under the rug other than during Rachel's season where it was, like, the first black bachelorette where there was, like, an, a legit racist dude that they, I think they just, like, put on no, there. No, they totally stoke. planted yeah. him. He, he, he's one of those dog whistle totally. racists. Whoever wants to while, like, so something that's actually racist, yeah. and they're like, what the fuck? And he's like, that's not racist. Mm-hmm. I call people monkeys all the time. And it's like, you don't. Yeah, it's super racist. So, do that. I, yeah, I guess the thing that, like, the reason that people were really upset is because they were like, well, you know, she's liberal and you were supposed to, like, match her with liberals. And so, like, you pick this conservative and that, like, really didn't match with her. And so, like, this whole thing is a sham. Yeah. Um, which, like, we all know it's we a sham. It's a sham. <laughs> That's not why we watch it. Yeah, right. Um, so, anyway, I don't know. I was disappointed with her apology because I felt like it could have been more substantive. Substantive. I think, like, she. Substantive? Sub, substantial. Substantive? Substantive. You're going to throw Is there a, a P, P in, in there? That one too? <laughs> There's um, a silent God, P in that Manhattans one. Manhattans are. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, substantial. Substantive is the word you're Substantive. Looking That's uncomfortable. Substantial is something that is like large or a substantive, something that has substance. I just didn't, I like, I didn't really, like, I didn't feel like her, her apology was like, sorry this came out and I picked the dude. Like that, that, that is what the apology, apology felt like. And I felt like him coming on the show was like, Sorry I got caught. Which is, like, literally a white man apology. We see it all the fucking yeah. time. Like, that's totally fine. And, and like... you seen it come out and he was like... To- yeah, totally. And, he, and, and, and maybe that's more what I mean. And, and by, like... I stand by this. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He wasn't like, no, I really don't like browns. And yeah. at least it was... I mean, maybe the bar has just been lower that low. <laughs> then I'm like, the bar oh, at least he didn't say anything about <laughs> yeah. Mexicans. At least he's not as racist as our president, so right, I guess exactly, that's fine. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so, I don't know. I don't feel like they handled it well. And I feel like because of, like, I, I don't know what is going on with them. I think they're, ABC is terrible about screening, clearly. Yeah. Like, with all of the tools that you have, like, you really should be able to be better than some Twitter sleuths. But right. apparently they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, they really never have been. Um, they're just, like, not really keeping up with the times. And I think that they just, like, constantly want to default back to this, like, old formula that used to work. And, like, I'm surprised that... Um, like, that's just not where we are anymore, you know? Like, we've right. seen that before. And so now, in picking Colton for the next... Like, we've seen a man struggling with being a virgin and crying about it on TV before. So... You know, like, I just... I don't want to watch it. I really don't. So here's my thought on this. And, like, I, I, I genuinely <laughs> wonder what the marketing strategy is here. Because... Like, like, like I think that there is part of America that mm-hmm. would love to see that. And they would love to they see They love the, this, the virgin struggle. This virgin struggle thing. And it's like, I mean, whatever. I, yeah. And, and, you know, I would assume, and maybe I, th- I think I'm right in this, that those would be more suburban and rural parts of the country, whereas mm-hmm, mm-hmm. more progressive, more yeah. urban parts of the country where everybody's fucking. It's <laughs> not like... Like we see a fuck nest. Yeah, and I'm just like, uh, well, whatever. Why still version? Your dick doesn't work right. Like, what's going on there? <laughs> what do you mean you haven't found anybody? There's lots of people. Anyway. Yeah, but I think the thing is that, like, like if that is your compelling, like, it is not that hard to come up with a compelling, like Tia. Okay. That's a compelling so, so, story. So, so this is what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. Is like that, like, like that is in a lot of like, broadly speaking, virginity is like a very made up 
construct <laughs> that like we all kind of stress over and then you kind of yeah. have sex and you're like eh, that's that was fun and like if you're a dude if you're a lady you're like why would i ever do this, do this again, again right. <laughs> but it, like like it is it, it, like, yeah. like 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 virginity in itself is like this mm-hmm. weird sort of religious construct that we have mm-hmm. and it really doesn't define anything about a person like what they yeah. are uh, personality is perhaps mm-hmm. or what their values are but like i'd argue that it's sort of like you know what values were they given rather which <laughs> values did they like develop yeah. themselves right um and like ultimately you know you have this guy and that's his whole thing mm-hmm. the whole thing at the end of the season was like well, next week's the fantasy sweeps. Do you think she'll let me fuck her? But I don't know how to do that. And I'm a virgin. Whoa. But <laughs> like that's yeah. that's boring. And then you had the whole same thing over yeah. the Paradise with him and Tia. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, mm-hmm. I just don't know how to deal with my emotions. And also I'm a virgin. Did I mention I'm a virgin? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay, buddy, we get it. Yeah. And then their breakup was so abrupt. Uh, and it was along... like very clear that like the week prior he got an offer to yeah the and then like along with the whole virginity thing it was just like it felt so mm-hmm. contrived that the end of their romance mm-hmm. felt very arbitrary right and like he was yeah exactly just like he was groomed mm-hmm. to be the bachelor flash forward two weeks later you have this actual really great breakup between Grocery Store Joe mm-hmm. and Kendall. Mm-hmm. And Grocery Store Joe is not the, like, polished, mm-hmm. like, groomed to be a bachelor of the mm-hmm. last two years virgin that Colton is. Right? Has an interesting story. Interesting Might not be story. this, like, Midwest also, football player that we've seen a million gazillion also, times. Like, truly a blue-collar guy. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 like he totally. comes from an urban place, but, like, yeah. he runs a grocery store. Yeah. He's not... You know, yeah. some hippy dippy, yeah. uh, or you know, super lefty or some super corporatist, right? Uh, right. Guy at the top of the food chain and corporate. He doesn't America. have Donald Trump hair. He doesn't Donald, have Donald Trump, Trump hair. hair. <laughs> He's just like, yeah. He just like runs a fucking grocery store. Yeah. And like, good on him. That's a great, yeah. honest living. And he has like, and also like, just generally yeah. the guys that go on the show, like a lot of them have like. Total bullshit jobs. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say that. It's not like they're bullshit jobs. We're like, they're a lot of sales of and a lot of. Or like, yeah. I'm a salesman. Yeah. And the other half are real estate people. Uh, and yeah. you have like a former football player. Yeah. Like it's just very typecast. Yeah. It's super typecast. Nothing against those jobs. If you have I mean, those it's, jobs, it's, it's, fine. it's just, yeah. But like, it's for, for the show, it's like every fourth guy <laughs> is a fucking real estate agent. Yeah, that's, that's very or, true. Now this guy's like, no, I'm just, I, mm-hmm. I run a grocery store. And also I'm like super handsome and kind of charismatic. Yeah. But a little shy. And awkward and kind of gangly. And I'm a little shy and like, Yeah, you know, he was great. I think that the, like, one perfect. of the problems probably was and, that maybe him and Kendall weren't officially going to break up. Or I don't know what the deal is. I really wish they would have offered it to him. But. I, I agree. Because like the end of it. Like, when she was kind of, like, being wishy-washy, like, yeah. the way he spoke with her was just, like, mm-hmm. so direct. Yeah. And so honest. Like, so, I was here the whole time. Yeah. I forgave you for kissing for, many for this, men and, this, and having, and, this, and really struggling. And like, it hurt that, me when you did that. And if yeah. you don't know it at this point, then, like, you're never going to know it and I'm out. Yeah. And I'll just go find somebody else. And, like... What a yeah, but he but he didn't even feeling. say that. He was like, "I'm I'm just going to leave because like you were my person here, and like but the if fact, you can't be my person, and then even I'm the leave. fact that he but he, the fact that he didn't say, "Oh, I want someone else." 
Totally. Or like, right? you're a shit person. You're terrible for doing this but, to but me. But it makes it seem like it the whole great. breakup wasn't for to be The Bachelor, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's almost proof of that. Whereas yeah. Colton was really just like, I can't do it. I yeah. can't do it. So anyways, I, you know, I, and even in like talking to my sister and stuff, she's like, I don't know. Like, I didn't love Becca season. I didn't really find anybody that I would like fell in love with and I just like couldn't really get on board and like honestly like we felt similar when we were watching it yeah so it who were the top like, three so it was Blake white dude Garrett. white dude and white dude they all had brunette oh, hair no but they Blake, were all like similar Blake Garrett so Garrett was a little racist Blake was fine but like kind of didn't get much personality until the end of the season because I feel like it was edited and again I don't boring. I can't even really remember what's notable about him and I think Jason was number three Jason was number three I like Jason he was fine minus his hair he was a hockey. Colton. He had like a hockey thing. Yeah, and his brother was gay, and that little his little hometown was, was so sweet. Cute. And then there was uh, Virgin Colton. Yeah, and then which like honestly, I think that like and and maybe the next season they'll play it up a little bit, but like he has like a cystic fibrosis Who foundation, is? Colton. Oh, and like has like ha- has done some like charitable work, but I think that like. ABC is just pushing so hard in the fact that he's a virgin and like that he's this like straight laced Tim Tebow esque character. Yeah, exactly character. What it's like is. I I fucking hate Tim Tebow. My yeah. grandma calls me all the time about Tim Tebow. How many? Okay, so <laughs> yeah, let's do the over under now. How many people do you think Colton will fuck in the fantasy suites? I mean, honestly, I think he'll probably pull the last like Christian virgin dude. Let's put this on wraps here and like let's take. What do I win if I get this right? But, like, I think he will say that, like, I want to go to the fa- fantasy suites to get to know you more. But, like, we're not banging. And, like, I that's right. that's what they did last time. Because I think that, like, at that point, you've, like, God, bitch, we know. It's been, like, a whole year of you being a virgin. We got it. Right, you know? know? And, like, I think if you bang on national television, then it's, like. What, what I want to see is just, like, a horn dog lady get on there and just, like, do it up. Bang him, send yeah. him home. And so, like, maybe, maybe Colton's season will lead to that. Like, maybe they'll yeah. put a temptress on there, you know, who's, like, I am just, like, so. fucking in my body. And, like, sex is part of that. And, like, I'm just a super sex positive lady. Becca, I want the other Becca. The, the pot Becca. farm Becca. Oh, yeah. From Ari season. That's who I want. Yeah. She's apparently very sassy and has been, like, live tweeting some, like, the Colton and Tia date, I guess, or something. And she's just, yeah. Great. Yeah. But also, she's, like, 20. She's, like... Perfect. Barely legal. She's legally legal. Okay. Not that's not... Gross. Uh, you're almost 30. All right, Mr. Fart. Roy Moore. <laughs> All right, what's next? Okay, what else you want to talk about? Okay, so this is a question that you posed to me Ugh. earlier. And I feel <laughs> like we've got some, uh, some <laughs> hot takes going on here. Okay. Um, so, how do, you, how do you feel about sleeping naked? Me, personally, I only want to be naked in birth and in death. <laughs> I don't love being naked. It's not something that I'm like, how free and liberating. Like, I like to be clothed. It's a thing that I I like. Um, Own personal preference. That's okay. So you're not going to join a nudist colony. No, no, no. So how do you feel about sleeping naked? You're still not answering No, I don't want to sleep naked. I have no interest in sleeping naked. I'm one of the rare breed that like... I sleep in socks more often than not. I love so sleeping in socks. So why do you not want to sleep naked? What's your problem with naked sleeping? 
Um. So just me personally, yeah. sleeping naked, I do not feel prepared and or equipped to deal with an intruder naked. An intruder, fire, any sort of emergency scenario naked. Really? Is that what goes through yeah, your mind? Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. Like, 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 like you think, I can't sleep naked because what if something happens? Yeah, to totally. Like, you know what? I, you, you know when this me? really, like, like stuck in my brain is like my first apartment when I started living in an apartment and like in Montana I slept in clothes purely because it was fucking cold you need to um I never really like also it's your family home like yeah. you're not like exploring your life and body in that scenario so you're True. sleeping in clothes you got mm-hmm. the matching pjs with yep. sheep on them you're doing it up uh-huh. my first apartment it was like what if there's a fire alarm in the middle right. of the night we have to evacuate and it was, like, kind of this thing in the back of my mind that I was, like, you know, just being prepared for, you know, intruders and rapists because I'm a woman and was living alone for several years. Uh-huh. And then when I started staying the night with you in that apartment building and the fire alarm went off several times yeah, while we were there. And it was, like, shitty. you're, like, trying to get out and you're trying to, like, find your shoes and your phone and stuff. It's, like, the last thing you want to do is, like, do I, where's my shirt? Right. Where do I have pants? Right. And stuff like that. And so I was, like, you know. And I think during that moment it really solidified to me that I'm just not a naked sleeper kind of person. That's fair. How do you how do you feel about sleeping naked? So I'm I, I, I'm not, like fundamentally opposed to sleeping yeah. naked like you are i certainly don't think about like what if something happens in the middle of the yeah. night uh i i think it's more comfortable to sleep in like just a shirt and a pair of boxers that, mm-hmm. that is what i'm most comfortable in sleeping because i feel like i can toss and turn a little bit easier yeah uh and i i, I think that i'm i i just think it's more comfortable mm-hmm. and I, I think the other thing that occurs to me is like when you sleep with some clothes on you you don't dirty up your sheets <laughs> quite as quickly right See, I, and, I... And, 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 and like you're kind of balancing this difference between like how much do i want my nasty ass dead skin to rub up against my sheets versus how hot do i want to be right because like with that argument you could be like okay i'm gonna wear long sleeves long pants and like Long pants, I think, becomes uncomfortable for me because I get too hot, but also, like, I don't like how... Tangle. Yeah, Yeah. how how much they get tangled, whereas that's not so true for a shirt. Mm -hmm. Uh, You don't get so tangled there. Um, And uh, it's just, it's not that much hotter. And so that's kind of where, 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 like, if you slip naked, like, you would definitely have to change your sheets more. Yeah. Like, how often do you think we change our sheets? Like, once... Like, like, on average, like, Every once or twice weeks. a week. Is it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, like, sometimes we do it after a week mm-hmm. just because, like, we think about it and we have the time. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Somewhere in the middle of that second week, we're like, uh, my sheets are getting kind of nasty. We'll change them this weekend. <laughs> but, but, See, but, like, but, but, like, they're getting kind of nasty because, like, it's just our, like, fucking dead skin cells. They're just, like, crudding that shit up. Yeah. See, the thing that's wild to me uh-huh. is just, like... How much skin are you losing that I don't know about? Like, you are really concerned about that because, like, the moment that a shirt touches your body, it is now dirty and, like, ready to be washed. So that's... I will wear a pair of pants several times before <laughs> I wash them. That is not your... No, so pants, I I, I, I will. Um, shirts, I, I don't. And I, I, I guess I just feel a little grosser in them. But that's, <laughs> like... I, I will admit I'm probably a little mm-hmm. bit more... Like, I'm just going to wash the shirt rather than wear the second time. Like, I probably could. But bed sheets and beds yeah. are separate from that. Where, like, I think the shirt is more my neuroses. <clears throat> like, 
there's been like studies with beds where they like weigh the bed like no don't tell me this before you sleep in it no and then like a year later no and the mattress weighs like four pounds more okay so why are you so resistant to my mattress like cover then remember when i was trying to put a bed bug cover on your bed and you like sent it back to me and i like had bought this for you as a loving gift okay time out Four starters. No, you fucking didn't. Yes, I did. It was a hand-me-down. It didn't even fit my fucking bed. I had a twin. You gave me. You your... did not have a twin. Oh no, I had a full. <laughs> I Sorry, I had a full. Oh. You gave me. You didn't me tell me that it didn't fit. Your old ass queen one, and it didn't fit my bed, so it was like a big floppy condom on top of my mattress. <laughs> and putting my sheets on it was hell. <laughs> well, you didn't tell me that. You just said, I'm never going to get bed bugs. Like, why couldn't you just tell but me that it also, didn't fit? <laughs> I'm never going to get bed bugs. Bitch, the moment that you think you have bed bugs, you were going to wish that everything was covered in a condom. Do you, do you, do you have bed bugs? Have you ever had bed bugs? Okay, so when I moved yeah, in. Yeah, the answer's to, yes. No. Okay, we'll go <laughs> okay, on. The answer's God. yes. No, so this is the, and I just want to give a shout out to my main bitch, Jess Hazlett, who handled my so i after i moved in uh, sorry so i lived in this apartment and then i moved in with jess and i still had all of the like paraphernalia from this like moment of neuroses it was paraphernalia is the word you like it is it was absolute insanity so i moved into this apartment and i started getting bites on my body i had been there for about a week Mm -hmm. i moved in started getting bites Uh and they they were like semi-linear and that's like a bed bug thing. That's a bed bug thing. Bed if the bites are in the line, just like I did a lot of research about this. I was like comparing, like boop 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 boop. MD, WebMD, yeah, I was like measuring Not angles the between them. Quadratic bites can't possibly be <laughs> exactly a bed bug. Yeah, so it got like I and I was getting like I, then they started like swelling and getting super painful. I had been there for a week, uh-huh. and so I contacted management and was like. Hey, I've only been here for a week. I ha- I didn't have any bites in my previous apartment, which is in like a college. It wasn't a dorm scenario, but it was like basically a, a, an apartment building off campus. It was a ton of college students, yeah. and like if there's a place that's gonna get bed bugs, it's, it's there because there's just so many people traveling around right. and fucking. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, not my apartment. <laughs> 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 Woo. Anyways, um, so, yeah, so I contacted management and they sent over a bug guy who, in turn, was creepy as fuck. What was his name? I, I, oh my god, I wish I could remember his name. Henry the Bug He was, like, he was fairly new, he was from Bellevue, he wanted to tell me about his, like, trip over, and he was, like... Bellevue Bug Yeah, he was, like, very, very excited that I was young. That's weird. Yeah, and he <laughs> hit on me multiple times. A woman with bug bites. I couldn't have felt more vile, but I was also single. And so I was like, this is interesting, interesting, interesting. Um, and so what he did is he set, like, a variety of, like, tape traps around uh-huh. my home. Sure. And then started texting me personally about them. Don't like that. On my personal phone. That's and I was like, bad. what great service for my bug problem. Well, I didn't realize it was, like, his personal text. That's Anyways. A- pickup thing it was i there's been a variety i told you i told you about the computer guy who then boys anyways are boys are so creepy this world is terrible as woman anyways so continuing on he would send me periodic updates slash nightly being like catch any bugs today <laughs> and i shit you not and like i would be like going around like trying to figure out can i ask where... you a serious question 
was this actually the villain from Men in Black in like the first scene <laughs> where he's a giant bug who's wearing the person clothes? Yes, probably. Was that him? Could have been. I feel like it was. <laughs> it definitely was him. Ma, I need sugar. Sugar water. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Ma, I need some more sugar. Did he ask you for sugar water? No, he didn't. Okay, anyways, did. we're moving on. Yeah, he um, definitely asked you for sugar Anyways, sugar this week got crazy. My sweet, sweet Uncle Mike was coming out to, like, visit me, and I was going through this, like, bug mm-hmm. thing where I'm, like, catching bugs, trapping bugs. I bought this, like, light that would, like, attract them at night, and I would wake up, like, multiple times at night to check it because, like, I couldn't sleep. Did you find bugs? Sleep. So... Yes. So then I started seeing Why are you being so weird where, about that Because it was so, it was so, I, okay, I don't want to talk about that. Were they dead bugs? Were no, they no, no. Ghost so bugs? I ended up catching them. My uncle Mike came. We like steamed our whole, my whole apartment. I still was getting bug bites. And it turned out that like there was a cat toy underneath my like heating vent. And like I had cats on both sides of me. And it was like, it was fleas. What do you mean you had cats on both? Like, both, both of your both, neighbors? Both of my neighbors had cats. Uh-huh. And then, like, the fleas were, like, for some reason coming into my apartment. And they were, like, potentially coming through the this heating, the shared, like, heating system. Because it was summer when I had moved in. And there was, like, cat toys under there. So the person previous had had cats. I don't know. It was this weird thing. But... I have so more you of this story that I'm going to tell you. Surrounded later. by pussy and I had getting... so much pussy in that apartment. It was fantastic. <laughs> and you were getting and bit. That was the way it was. Um, so yeah, that it was just like terrible. it was. It, and like I think that like I bought so many like vacuum sealed bags. I sealed all of my clothes. I had all of these sticky shit. I had like a bunch of these like little things that you'd put under the uh, feet of your bed yeah. to like catch bugs. And like really honestly, I didn't catch. A ton of them. It was mostly, like, gnats. And then, like, finally had caught, like, several of these fleas. Uh-huh. Um, and was just, like, the cleanest person alive. Like, you wouldn't believe how clean I was. There was not a clothing on the floor. Anyways. Why was I telling you this story? <laughs> because you don't like sleeping naked. Yeah! Yes! 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 So, anyways, that's all. So, you're, like, morally fun. opposed to sleeping naked because you had neighbors who had cats. Yeah. And you got flea bites yeah. from their fleas. And so now everything needs to be wrapped in latex. Yeah. I mean, and or any other plastic that you feel if you have a latex allergy. That's fine. We can be... Okay. We, can be uh, <laughs> we don't have to narrow it down to that. No, I just... Yeah, I... There's just... Anyways. Okay, so the, the reason that this came up is that I had went on a few dates with a guy who did not live in the same city as me. Why did this come up, like, today, though? What made you think about this? You're just thinking about sleeping naked. Okay, great. I don't know. I was just, like, I was just, uh... I don't know why it came up today. Maybe. Oh, I think I was like, I was honestly, I was appreciating the fact that, like, you've never proposed that to me. You've never been like, I'm not gonna put any clothes on tonight, okay? Sound good? Yeah. You know, like, you've just, like, we have a very similar... Feeling and being like, when we go to sleep. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. and it's nice. And I just like remember how like, um, especially like our first few dates. Like I always just felt super, super comfortable with you. I never felt like I um, was like, oh, <laughs> okay, why, why is he yeah. Like- and like it was like a you know second or third date, and he was like, uh, so I sleep naked, and I was like, 
I, like a we were not sleeping together. That sure. was like of no like he already knew we we're not we we're not banging tonight. Wait, but, then, but, but clarify that. So you were sleeping over. I was going just, to sleep over. So you it were was, sleeping together. You just weren't yeah. banging. But then, like, for for you to be a person... Somebody's going to stay over your couch and be like, cool, 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 we're not going to bang, but I'm actually going to be naked in this bed, and I always sleep naked. I feel like... And, like, I don't know, like, what the protocol is here, because I'm not a naked sleeper, but I feel like that night, you got right? a new woman... And it would have, and like, we broke up after that. You I was like, her done. to feel a little more comfortable yes. and everything. Maybe yeah. tonight, tonight alone. Like, just one night. And like, you I'm not asking for much. Even if it was just boxers. Just Even if it was just one boxers. One little banana hammock. Yeah. Goes a long way in a circumstance Exactly. Like that. And it was yeah. over. But I think the other thing is just like, like, boys in general are dirty. <laughs> That's sexist. Dirtier. I like, I mean, I think that, like, boys in general change their sheets less. Wow, I'm feeling really general... attacked right now as a man. <laughs> I feel like men are under attack. Uh, the most. And we're the most oppressed group mm-hmm. in the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about yeah. that. Anyways, I just thought it was, like, interesting to think about, like, a deal breaker. Like, that, that it's it's not harmless. So, 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 if, okay, so, like, let's say... This guy treated that situation right. You're over there first time. You're not banging, but you're staying the night. You're sleeping in the same bed. And in truth, mm-hmm. he's like a naked sleeper. But he doesn't want to spring it on you now. Totally. Let, totally. Yeah. So he's like, he goes to bed, but he puts on a pair of underwear. Mm-hmm. Maybe not even a shirt. Just like minimal totally. sort of clothing, right? He goes to sleep. It's fine. You become more comfortable with him over time. And eventually, totally. he comes out to you. I'm actually a naked sleeper. I prefer to sleep naked. I prefer to sleep naked. I'm going to stop this charade. Mm-hmm. That I've, I've been living a lie. And I need to tell you <laughs> that I prefer to sleep naked. Yeah. Now, at that point, you're kind of invested in this. Yeah. It's not something And I think really I'm okay with it then. Not a deal breaker, though. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. So it's not fundamentally the deal breaker thing. It's more... I mean, I don't love like it. How he... Sure. That, 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 that's fine. It's fine that you don't love it. But I'm just... On, on the scale of, like, mm-hmm. deal breaker or no deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That scenario... Yeah. Naked sleeping is totally. not a deal breaker for you. So yeah. So you're thinking, like... It, so, so to some degree, it's the approach. It's it feels a almost sexually aggressive. Yeah, that he is going to sleep. Like naked. you are going to sleep in my and bald I'm sheets. going to be naked, and you can fucking deal with it. Yeah, great. I'm gonna sleep naked tonight. <laughs> fine, whatever. <laughs> We're engaged. It's fine. It's fine. No, but I like I I like the idea of being able to like roll over and you can just like hang out and like you don't have to deal with like a dick there and like how alarming is that on your like third date you've never seen this dude's dick you don't even know if you like his dick yet and like he's That's just being like it's no out cuddling. no it's just out yeah. i don't know what to tell yeah. you yeah i had not seen it touched it talked about it none of that before yeah. we had Left been it, to like it, several dinners yeah, right. yeah like yeah anyways yeah it was i just i remember him saying that to me and being like cuckoo cool i'm actually gonna drive back to seattle at 1 a.m that's gonna be great sure did you didn't even stay over Mm -hmm. called my sister she was awake chatted with her and then broke up with him the next day because i was like you know i just don't think think it's a good move i think it's a good move i regret it so little. I this is another one of the dudes that uh, made me pay for a date as a grad student. Oh, fuck that. And he ha- he was like several 
ranks up in the military and was like, I'm a big deal. And I was like, okay, bro. Then like, feel free to pitch in for dinner. Yeah, right. (laughs) So him, them and Microsoft guys, no go. All right. Yeah. Good point. Fuck Microsoft. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, we're at uh, just over an hour. You think we're going to call this one a, uh, settled, a settled score? We're back in action. We're back in action. Uh, I think that next week... So we had an idea that we're going to try to start implementing in this show. We even talked about the wedding planning stuff. So we should like get back to wedding planning and how yeah. much of a nightmare that can be. Well, I think we're, do- we're doing okay, though. We're, we're doing okay. But I think it's pretty... Like, you talk with people... Because like, oh when you God, start talking about your wedding... Stories. And people start talking about their weddings... It's, like, fine because, like, like I've been to weddings enough that, like, oh, that's cute. I want to take that idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People share their ideas or their stories and you're just like, this sounds like a fucking mm-hmm. nightmare. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll get to the point where eventually this will become a nightmare. No. But right, just... but right now it feels like it, like, good. I know. Like I even, I'm, I'm, like, knock on wood, but I'm even going to, I'm going to even throw the word fun out there. You're going to throw the word fun out there? I I like the idea of like what do you what do you want to eat? I'm I'm not What's your favorite dessert? No. Do you want to have a DJ that has a crazy website cuz I do? <laughs> Anyways, let's end this. <laughs> yeah, we should end this. Uh, I am not going to throw the word fun out there. Like weddings are fun. Like I don't really like talking with people and like having to like communicate with them about like Booking DJs and shit. I, I fucking hate it. I honestly, it's the worst thing I have to do all week. Okay. <laughs> it is not. That's fair. It's probably not. Um, but I guess we'll talk about wedding update stuff next week. And then we, so we've got this kind of idea that we're going to try out mm-hmm. a little bit next mm-hmm. week where we're still coming up with a name, but I hope that everybody likes it. Yeah. I think we'll call it something fun. Yeah. We're going to kind of switch off. We're going to switch roles periodically. <laughs> Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. Thunder doll. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.